here with your girls, AB and MR. Hey, everyone. Uh, I just wanted to make a note real quick. Make sure you stay tuned for our 10th episode. Double digits. Uh, which is next time. Uh, we're going to have a little something special for our listeners just to give back. So make sure you take a listen. Yeah. Do you remember when like we were turning 10 and we were so excited? Do you want to know what my 10th birthday party was? Sure. <laughs> uh, it was the best birthday ever. Okay. <laughs> Keep in mind, this was before the movies came out. I was a huge nerd. Okay, I was obsessed with Harry Potter. What do you mean, Harry Potter? Okay, (laughs) yeah, I know. I got you the gift. Yes, yeah. Ab got me this little music box that plays Hedwig's theme. It's super adorable. But um, yeah, I was obsessed with Harry Potter, and this was before the movies came out. Before there was even a mention of movies, kind of gives away how old I am. But (laughs) no spring chicken. A mention? What do you mean? Before it was was just the books. The first four books were out. Okay, that was it. Okay. Maybe the fifth. Did I think you, it was just. Did the first you read part. the books? Yeah, I did, and I was obsessed. Okay. So my mom put together this huge party. She rented a room with the at the library. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she put together this huge Harry Potter themed party. All right. We had classes. Like my older brother and his girlfriend taught us these like potion and divination classes. We had a whole sorting. Okay. Where she put us into houses. Okay. The Hogwarts houses. Uh, we got like, she made chocolate frogs. She got like a mold that was shaped like a frog and made chocolate frogs. Really? And my cake was a broomstick. It was legit. My mom should have been hired for design in the Harry Potter movies. We could do that for Halloween if you want. A Harry Potter party? Sure. I've done so many Harry Potter parties since then. But we can do whatever you want. Okay. Maybe we should go retro with it. We can. 80s yeah, we can. Horror. 80s. Hell Yeah. Halloween. Yeah. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, off on that tangent, how are you? I'm uh, <laughs> not your usual I'm bubbly not self. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm more, no offense, but like how you usually are. <laughs> I'm Eeyore. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm more like stressed and anxious. Welcome to my world. I never am. Yeah. So like I don't like these feelings. Yeah. I feel like I'm probably giving myself um premature wrinkles and gray hair. You probably are. Yeah. But so calm down, man. Uh, I can't. You I, don't even partake in caffeine, so this is just how you are naturally. That's crazy. Yeah. Caffeine will make it worse. Does it really? Yeah. Well maybe you know, the fact that our lovely producer got us Starbucks didn't help. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. But I appreciate <laughs> it. Don't ever yeah, not was, get me Starbucks. That, was, that was a great thing to wake yeah. up to. Um, so I don't know if you guys noticed. There was a lot of noise in the last oh, episode. Because yes. normally we record outside, which goes okay. Because we're outdoorsy chicks. Yeah, we have a nice back porch. But uh, whatever was popping off in our town... <laughs> Okay, there was, like, sirens. There was so many sirens. There was, like, what was that one bang noise? Yeah, I was, like, sirens and then a gunshot, Was that a gunshot, or what the hell was that? We don't live in the nicest town. I don't know. So, like... There was a man yelling in the neighborhood. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard, like, a child screech. Also trains. Oh, yeah, and trains. (laughs) There was just a lot going on. And it would not stop. It was, like, non-stop. We had to keep pausing... So if there's some transitional issues, yeah. now you understand why. And, like, now we moved it inside. Yes. Because it was about to storm. 
Yeah, um, speaking of storms, so yesterday I'm at work and Amy Ugh. sends me these Snapchats of our kitchen leaking everywhere. Okay, first of all, it wasn't a leak. It was like, you might as well be outside standing in the rain. Yeah. Like, and it was terrible because the fucking power went out. Mm-hmm. And it was dark as hell and I'm running around trying to find the freaking candles. <laughs> Your dog is scared as fuck. Oh, I'm She sure was they were. up my ass the whole time. Like, she wouldn't leave my side. She was, mm-hmm. like, right there with me. Yeah. If I took a step, she took the they same fucking storms. step. And, like... It's fucking leaking everywhere. I'm putting all these freaking dishes, like, in bowls and shit, trying to catch the water. <laughs> um, I'm trying to save all the paperwork. It's just all your little papers and shit. <laughs> Remember, did we ever talk about pet peeves? No. We said we were going to talk about pet peeves I don't the know, one did episode. we talk about pet peeves? I don't think we ever did. Okay. Maybe you, we did. Do you want to talk about it now? No. Like, well, I'm right just going to mention how your pet peeve of mine I discovered was that I leave mail and papers everywhere. It's junk mail. I know. <laughs> just, it's okay to just throw it away. I got to like wait a week. I don't know why, but it, yeah, that's something I do. I just leave them everywhere. It's okay. And it didn't help when there was a thunderstorm in our kitchen. <laughs> That's one of the main places I leave yeah. it. And it leaked everywhere. It leaked in multiple places. The basement, the yeah. garage, right? Yeah. So that's what we're dealing with right now. Yeah. Um, hopefully it doesn't leak again. We had a dude come look at our roof. Today. Yeah, he said it wasn't the roof. So yeah. who knows when he's going to fix that. Um, it's going to keep storming. So Yeah. I'm like not used to storms mm. right now because we've been like, so used to hot sunny Dry, days, yeah. And like usually where we live, we don't get a lot of sunny days. Yeah. So that was like really nice. Um, but yeah, now that it's like storming, I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and what the fuck is this? And don't get me wrong, I love thunderstorms. Oh yeah, I love storms, I but love not inside it. my house. Yeah. No. <laughs> I like to sit out on the back porch. This is what me and my old roommate used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to sit out on the back porch during thunderstorms. Drink rum and smoke a cigar together. See, I used to actually like go out in the thunderstorm. No, I like just to watch. No, I like getting <laughs> I like getting soaked. Yeah, I don't know. Strange. I like watching the lightning and stuff. Yeah, and, and being like, oh, I hope I don't die. Yeah, I hope it doesn't strike me. I don't know. I like that. Yeah, everything's so eccentric during a thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. Well, he's he lives in a different state than me now, but he's constantly sending me Snapchats. Oh, is it the one? Yes. Where you're like, oh, we should go visit over yeah. there. And I'm like, what? That was an option? <laughs> of course it's an option. We'll go do that sometime. But um, yeah, he lives in a different state and he'll send me Snapchats of his thunderstorms as he sits on his porch and watches them. Mm-hmm. And I try to do that too whenever mm-hmm. I get the opportunity. But Except I don't drink rum anymore, so we're going to drink something else. Moscow mules, baby. Yes. I love a good Moscow mule. So, how are you? Um, I'm okay. Yeah? Normal, I yeah. think. Normal amount of dread and despair. Yeah. Um, I had a really good day the other day, like a really good mood for uh-huh. no reason, which was great. Uh-huh. But I'm back to normal, so. Yeah, but, you, but like, <laughs> continue with that day. Oh, I don't know. I went to the Remember. gym. Uh, court. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I was having a good day. I, she looked fine as hell. Yeah. I was like, mm. <laughs> I had court and I wasn't, it was before I went to work because I didn't work until 7 p.m. But I went to court and normally when I go to court, it's like 15 minutes and I'm in and out. 
but I get paid for three hours, which is great. But they took my whole three hours this time and I was pissed. Mm -hmm. Anyways, it was all worth it at the end. I'm waiting and I'm waiting. The judge is so far behind. He's seeing all these other cases before mine just for my shit to continue. But it's whatever. I'll deal with it again next month. But anyways, I'm finally two and a half hours later in the room with the ADA and the two attorneys. And we're talking about how we're going to continue shit. And this guy has another case too. So they're talking about continuing that. As I'm standing there, this guy walks out of the judge's quarters. And he's the finest man I have ever seen. He's like a tall drink of fucking coffee. Like... He was so hot. Coffee? Yeah. You can get a tall drink of coffee? He was wearing a brown suit. (laughs) So that's just what I thought of. Okay. You know? Okay. Um, He looked so good compared to all the other attorneys that were there. And mind you, I just, like, left the room full of cops. Mm -hmm. The cops in our area aren't, like, TV cops, okay? Yeah. Not to insult them. Yeah. Yeah, I love them. But they're really, there's nothing to look at. Okay. Mm -mm. So when I walk into this other room and this guy walks out and he's just, like, I've never seen him before. Like, he looked like he didn't belong in that town. He Mm -hmm. was so good looking. Mm -hmm. And so well dressed. Mm -hmm. And my mouth compulsively spoke to him, which I wouldn't normally do. <laughs> compulsively. Yeah, it just You're came in a out. Trance. It just came out. And then he spoke back to me and I was like Why aren't you gonna like It was literally just like a hi, how are yeah, you? Yeah, but do the voice. <laughs> do the voice. <laughs> do the voice. <laughs> so my voice, like when it came out of me, I didn't recognize it. <laughs> Do you know how they say when a woman is attracted to you and she talks to you, her voice like goes up an octave or whatever? I don't know if that's what happened, but he came out of the room and we locked eyes and I immediately, I was like, hi, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) And he he was like, oh, I'm doing very well. How are you? And I was like, oh, I'm great. (laughs) (laughs) But he, uh, he went and spoke to one of the ADAs and then he went back in the room. So I was, like, the only one he spoke to in that mm-hmm. room, okay? I was like, oh, mm-hmm. we're feeling this right now. Mm-hmm. I think he was an attorney. And I don't know that he knew I was a cop because I was in my nice court clothes. Yeah. And he walks back out of the judge's quarters, and he goes, it was like, hey, how are you? have a nice day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thanks. You too. And he walked out, and I almost chased him. <laughs> but I had shit to do, so I cut in. Yeah. But I would have loved... Look at his phone number. And, like, normally, I think that's a very Romeo and Juliet thing. Attorneys and cops. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You're not well, supposed to do it. especially, like, a defense attorney. I don't know what he was, but. But, like, a defense God, attorney. God, he was so fucking hot. Cop. Yeah. You know. So, forbidden love. Oh, well. Forbidden. Maybe I'll it. see him again. I'm I just, hope you I'm do. just going to go start hanging out at the magistrate. If I <laughs> see him, I'm getting his number for you. Please do. I'll be like, hey. Do you remember that one woman you, like, <laughs> made love with with your eyes? <laughs> you undressed her. <laughs> she wants you. So give me your fucking number. <laughs> yeah, please do that for me. I will if I ever see him. Um, but, yeah, other than that, uh, things how's, are going okay. How's everything else, though? Mm. How's your fucking dating apps? Oh, so, yeah, we, we brought up how I redownloaded Hinge. But I'm not very, like, engaging so it always goes the same way. However, mm-hmm. so this man like liked one of my pictures or however Hinge works. Mm-hmm. And I see his first picture. And you can just like tell by his face, like, oh, this is a cop. 
Like, you yeah. just know. You can yeah. see them a mile away. It's really, yeah, they don't hide it. They don't hide it. So I scroll down, and it literally says law enforcement. And I'm like, oh, fucking knew that. Mm-hmm. Well, I keep scrolling just out of mm-hmm. curiosity if I know him. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's a troop, trooper, so I don't know him. But um, he had pictures. So he's 44. <laughs> so he had pictures with his son. Okay. So my idea was I could match with this guy, go out on a date, and I'll hook him up hook you up with his hot son. With his hot son. So we can, like, do a dad-son combo. Dad-son combo. Let's do it. Normally I don't date cops, but this might be an exception. <laughs> Look, I was looking at the picture she showed me, and for him being so old. Wow, you're going to insult some people. For him being the age he is. Okay, cut that a, part no, out. No, Just don't cut, don't cut out. it. For um, him being older. He's... Super in shape. His body Which is, is why like, I took, is, yeah. no, his body is identical to his son's body. For real. And I'm like, listen, and this, is what, this is what his son's going to look like when he's 44, so you might as well. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm, a, I'm okay. He looks I could do that 44. good. So I started this conversation with someone else on Hinge. He is a Marine recruiter. And this is actually the third recru- a recruiter. <laughs> this is the third recruiter the that's third tried to go recruiter? on a date with me. Yeah. Fuck recruiters, so, dude. That's what I'm trying to do. No, not actually like fuck them. Um, they can like go fuck themselves. <laughs> so I went on a date with a Navy recruiter a long time ago and he was really weird. Well, I mean... Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to comment because I don't like commenting since I'm not in the I military. will. He's a seaman. But. So, <laughs> he was weird. Um, also, he seemed kind of anti-police. I forgot about that. Really? Not like, okay, so he's like, I'm a libertarian. I'm like, okay, cool, bro. Like, <laughs> whatever. Okay, your point. <laughs> he's like, we're on the date. And he's basically like, am I being detained? No, shut the fuck up. You're not funny. Um, another Marine recruiter. Okay, why Marine recruiters? I don't know. I just... We almost, he was hot. Like, I cannot stand Marine recruiters. Anyways, uh, and then this one's a Marine recruiter. But I don't know if we're going to go on a date or not. We'll see, I guess. I'm trying to be less picky. Normally, I wouldn't date military at all. You're trying to be, did I just hear that come out of your fucking mouth? (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) I have a lot of restrictions I've set for myself that maybe... What's the word I'm looking for? Yes, but marine recruiters <laughs> are not the way to go. Yeah, yeah, I should ask him, like, how do you sleep at night doing your job? Yeah, you should. You should be like, <laughs> how do you live with yourself yeah. lying to all these young, young children? So do you want to... Well, adolescents. Tell them about your marine recruiter experience. I guess. No, she didn't fuck him. Yeah, no. If you guys are thinking I fucked a recruiter, no. Um, I'm pretty sure he wanted to fuck me, though. Probably. I know. Because he, like, I have no doubt. He added me on Snapchat. That's Like, he's weird. on my Snapchat. That's so unprofessional. Yeah. If you're a recruiter and you're out there adding your recruits on Snapchat and Instagram or Facebook. But it was after. It was, like, after, though. Oh, my God. Still, you're using so. your position for things that you shouldn't be using them well, for. Well, I let him on there so he Check. knows. You, but you don't know. As a young recruit, you don't know. He knows better. Yeah. Check yourself. Yeah. Well, I just wanted him on there so he could be, see how I'm like a police officer. And I could be like, yeah, He, he doesn't shove care, it. though. They don't care. Uh, well. They don't. You know. All I, they care about is their numbers. I know. And getting laid. I know. <laughs> it's kind of like a typical dude. All they care about is their numbers. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Yeah. Um. But anyway. So... After, I always wanted to go into 
the Marines yes. um, for like the longest time. And after, well, senior year, you know, I got that ball rolling or tried to get it rolling. And basically, um, I don't know if I already brushed on this because I really don't remember what mm-hmm. we talk about half the time on our freaking podcast. But um, basically, I was in a bad car wreck and they basically like toyed with me mm-hmm. and then, you know, ended up like saying no. Yeah. And there's waivers for everything, so I feel like that was on his part. Well, he definitely did not want to do the paperwork. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, I tried again, and they toyed with me even worse. Fuck the army. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I'm just done now. I'm like, you know what? Okay. Yeah. You don't want me. Okay. Well, at least you're established. Yeah. You have a job. Yeah. You're not working. I mean, nothing against people who work at McDonald's, but you're not working at McDonald's waiting to ship off. Yeah. Because that's your only option. Yeah. Um, which is funny because I was actually just talking to my one friend yesterday. He was in the army and we were talking about how, when you enlist, like in the beginning, um, you enlist for whatever your reason is, but then when you get there, you realize how many people enlisted because that was all they had. Like Mm -hmm. they had no other options Mm -hmm. and how many people were there that were like homeless or running from the law or, they just, they just didn't have anything else. Um, do they, I don't remember, I remember hearing stories where, like, instead of going to jail, yeah. they would have I don't know if that's a is thing that, anymore. That was, right? I, I think like, that actually a happened. long time ago, yeah. Um, and, like, certain branches are more I mean, I'm kind of particular. okay with that. Are you okay Depending, with that? I think depending on, like, their crimes. Well, yeah, I mean, if you, like, raped or killed someone, no. Yeah, no. But, like, I'm, If you're a severe domestic abuser of your family no because guess what the military is going to amplify that they're going to enable that yeah yeah so i mean i think there's a lot of things people should definitely be given an option for yeah to do that instead yeah um this is (laughs) this is a weird subject but i remember learning about this how people who are like in gangs and stuff, actually enlist in the military to get the training, mm-hmm. and then they use it on the street. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, they actually do that. Like, actual, like, we don't have, like, real, like... Gangs here. Cartels over here. Yeah. But, like, we do have, you know... Yeah. A lot of gangs, and they'll actually enlist, get the training or whatever, hmm. and, like, use it back on the Once street. Once you're in, though, I feel like maybe a lot of people change their mind because you're, like, getting free insurance in college and anything else you could ask for. Yeah. You know. But, like, gang members are gang members. Yeah. You know, they're, like... Hmm. Different yeah. kind of loyalty. Yeah. Um. So while we're on that subject, did you want to talk about how we were thinking about college? <sighs> yes. nobody wants to go to college i do not want to go to college but i'm not for i'm for learning i think knowledge is everything but i'm not for our type of learning our type of formal education yes i am so against it i'm so against standardized testing too like i'm just i'm like what are you doing um but yeah i i want to go to college Mm -hmm. i haven't gone to college yet um, just because I've been like doing this ever since, you know, yeah. high school, I've been doing it for so long. Um, and I just never like went back, 
because I guess I always kind of like made excuses like, oh, I want to get established in this job. Oh, I'm picking up another job. Oh, I want to do this. And I don't mm-hmm. really like have time. Um, but I do want to get some sort of degree just because I feel like it would help in what I want to do in the future with my career. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just need to actually do Commit. it. And actually decide what degree I'd go for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have an associate's in criminal justice that I mainly got through because of the military. Um, But criminal justice does nothing for you. So it's not something I suggest. But I'm also trying to figure out what I want to go back for for my bachelor's. Mm -hmm. Because like we were talking about last episode, like with that fallback plan. Yeah. In case anything happens. I want something I can actually use. Yeah, I don't, I have no idea. Yeah, maybe business. I was thinking, like, forensic science. Yeah. Even that, though, I feel like, I don't know. Definitely research. Yeah, I do need to research. Even if you want to get, like, your um, prereqs out of the way Mm. before you commit to a major... I think it's going to be very weird. Mm -hmm. Because, like, if I go to college, I don't really want to go online. I yeah, mean, but it's COVID. I know, but, like, <laughs> hopefully COVID will end. Eventually. Hopefully. I don't know. Sometimes I think it never will. I know. Um, but hopefully it will end. And, like, I want to go, like, actually back to a class mm-hmm. just because, like, I like interacting with people and stuff. Yeah. But, like, now that I think about it, like, how am I going to get along with them? <laughs> <laughs> you just, you don't really have to. But, like, how am I going to get, like, I'm going to be, like, are you fucking serious? When I was in college, there wasn't as much, you didn't have to interact. You know what I mean? You really didn't have to. I mean, I know. That's what I did all throughout high school. Yeah. Because I didn't fucking like people. Yeah. But just now, like, I feel like there's such a difference in being, like, a cop. Well, I I feel feel like like I have a really different mindset. Yeah. But I feel like college is also different now. It's not just a bunch of, like, 18 through 21-year-olds who that's all they're doing. I think college now is what we are. Like, people going back who either want to change careers or realize they need to get a degree for something else. Mm. Or their job is putting them through college because they want them to have a bigger degree. I think it's more of a mix of people than... I think there's going to be less of a divide than you think. Maybe. I, I mean, I hope so. Hopefully. Yeah. I, I hope so. I yeah. don't know. Especially, like, with this job, you're probably going to have to do, like, classes at different times. Yeah. So you're going to meet those people. Yeah. Like, those other people. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. I know. So I'm not telling them I'm a cop. That's for sure. So where do you think you want your law enforcement career to go, like, in the future. Obviously, we're just beat cops now. Yeah. But you want to specialize, um, right? Yeah, I do want to specialize. I want to move to, like, a bigger city. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, like, a first-class city. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. a first-class city is too big. I don't know. Because um, I do want to live in, like, a non-urban area. But yeah. But like, the job I want requires that Mm -hmm. so I don't know but I do want to move to a different state I don't know why I just want like a fresh start yeah at a different state and I'd like to eventually become like a homicide detective Mm -hmm. and that's why I want to go to a big city yeah um because they have different like divisions for detectives 
Yeah. <laughs> so how about you? Um, I've been thinking about it a lot. Like before I started police work, I thought I would want to do like drug work. Mm-hmm. Now I don't give a fuck <laughs> about drug work. Oh my goodness. Like I don't want to do it. I'm I don't the want same to. way. Um, things aren't what I thought they were. And I think that's always how it goes. I don't want to do drug work. I used to think I wanted to do, like, canine work. Yeah. Not really anymore. Um, see, I wouldn't mind having a canine mm-hmm. just because I feel like they'd have your back more than... Yeah, but that's just a lot of drug work, too. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah, know. That's why I don't want it. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, If the opportunity came up, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's something I might take. Yeah. However, it's not something I'm seeking. Um. Lately, I've been more interested in learning about, like, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be very rewarding to work with. Mm-hmm. But you know my obsession with, like, true crime. Yes. Fucking podcasts yes. and documentaries. Oh, and I know. Everybody's obsession. Oh, I okay. Know. Everybody in the U.S. is obsessed with it. I get it. It's great. Um, but I think working, like cold cases could be also a different kind of challenging Mm -hmm. like there's no instant gratification there yeah and I feel like that might be something I need Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that more challenging slow mindset Mm -hmm. of um uncovering stuff I think that would be fun some people might find it actually boring but yeah I think I would be very interested in it yeah that's why I'm trying to convince you to move with me (laughs) To a different state. Yeah. Because it'd be a lot easier if there was two instead of one. Just Financially. Yeah. It would be a lot easier. But. Uh, and mentally. Then we'd have to transfer, like, our certifications probably won't bilateral. Actually, the state we're in, a lot of other states. It depends on the state. I know, but a lot of other states love our certification. I mean, yeah, we'll still, for, like, we'll still have to do... Like a little, I don't know, abbreviated on their mm-hmm. laws and yeah. stuff. Um, but actually a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of states like our state certification. Yeah. So. Um, I did see an ad for Alaska. <laughs> no. No. I mean, the the most amount of serial killers are in Alaska. Yeah. But like, fuck no. <laughs> Our producer's face. <laughs> yeah, that's where all the murders happen. Well, it's fucking and Alaska. And all the serial killers are. All you have to oh, do is feed them to a polar bear. You know what? The freaking Alaskan cops are badass. Oh, yeah. Do you know how hard that shit would be? Yeah, and do you know how many, like, in Alaska, like, it's a different type. Like, people will fight you. Yeah. Like, that's normal. <laughs> like, people will fight you. There's a lot of drunks, and they will fucking fight you. Yeah. And then you don't even, like charge them with like yeah. aggravated assault and shit for it because it's so normal uh-huh. yeah they're um, badass they offer you like 10 grand to move there dude i can't do the but, cold no i wear two not. pairs of long johns in the winter <laughs> my thing is you would go through that 10 grand so fast because it's so expensive to move there is it really that oh expensive? absolutely yeah it, everything's imported yeah so everything's more the cost of living is higher mm-hmm which is why it's so expensive to mm-hmm. live there. So even though their pay is high, it probably comparatively it's almost the same to here. Yeah. So our cost of living isn't as high. But yeah, Alaskan cops, 
Yeah. They're badass. Kudos. Yeah. Because I don't want to be fighting polar bears and people. (laughs) Like, fuck that shit. I don't think they fight polar bears. Can you imagine getting stuck, like, with backup how far away and there's a polar bear? I would just get in my car. Yeah, but polar bears are vicious. Okay. We're going to YouTube drive some polar away. bear shit later. I would drive away. If it's not interfering with human life We're, and attacking someone, I would just drive away. Polar bears like to interfere with human life, okay. as far as I know. I had, um, interesting enough, a teacher at my school, one of their family members moved to Alaska and got attacked by a pack of wolves. Died. Really? Like, how fucking random. Wait a second. What? Say that again. (laughs) Moved to Alaska. Bro. Was jogging. Did she go to the boxing place I go to? Because someone told me that Maybe? Yeah, someone (laughs) someone told me that there's this woman, and she's real badass. Yeah. And she moved to Alaska. She went jogging, and she got eaten alive by wolves. Yes. That's probably the same person. Either that, or this is, like, one of those stories, like, how we talked about Marilyn Manson removing one of his ribs. I guarantee you it's the same woman. Probably. How often does that happen? Dude, do you know how fucking painful that would be? I don't want to think about it. That That's why painful. I'm not in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to, like, if I went running, I'd be running with, like, a rifle or a shotgun. Yeah. Do you know the animal we fight where we live? Meth heads. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Um. I guess we're going to talk about... What I don't want to talk about. No, then we don't have to talk about it. No, we're going to talk about it because <laughs> we need to talk about it. Okay, so... We're going to talk about how our jobs are affected with the COVID. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Is that good with you? Yeah, that's fine. Are, are you sure? Yeah. You're kind of like looking at me like, what the fuck? No, that's good. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> okay. So, let's just say, oh my God. The call increase yeah. is like a surge in calls. It is. Uh, um, it's a surge in specific calls. Yes. Domestics. Yes. Mental health. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially mental health. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the only type of call I go to anymore. And also neighbors fighting. <sighs> Why are all these neighbors fucking fighting right now? Because they have nothing else Like, leave each other alone. They like, really have just, nothing else to do. Like, like everyone <laughs> in the world's a fucking Karen. There yes, they are. Mm-hmm. But every day I'm either going on a mental health call or I'm going on a neighbor dispute. See, I'm either going, oh, no, also overdoses yes. are, like, really yeah. up there. Well, I think that's really tied in with the mental health calls, too, because everybody's fucking at home. Doing drugs. Without access to Doing resources. Doing fucking drugs. Yeah. <sighs> Locked up with each other. Yeah. Um... It seems like that's all people have resource to anymore is drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can get a hold of that. But, yeah. And they can pick up the phone and call 911. And that's just what keeps happening. Yeah. I don't know. The, there's been a lot of overdoses. Yeah. A lot. And I'm sure this is, like, all over the nation. I feel like any type of first responder, this is how COVID is I'm affecting them. I'm tired of domestics. I'm so tired of it. Because it's the literally the same fucking houses. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's been how long people haven't been able to work or they're going back to work and things are really different. Mm -hmm. It's causing all different types of stressors. Mm -hmm. Um, I think people are drinking more. 
Yeah. If they weren't already. I think people are just depressed more, too. Yeah, people are super depressed. Yeah. Our economy's fucking shit. Yeah. Um, people are losing jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just fucked. Uh, yeah. That's probably why you're turning into an Eeyore like me. <laughs> I'm turning into an Eeyore because of what I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Work has sucked mm-hmm. in the times of COVID. Yeah, it really has. I mean, the first couple months, we weren't allowed to initiate shit. Yeah, but now it's like, oh. Now it's like, We yeah, can initiate it, even can, though it's yeah. like. COVID's still happening. Yeah. Yeah. You can pull um, people over now. Oh, can I? Am I allowed to do that now? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but, like, the mental health calls, though. Yeah. Um, and it's something I've always thought about since I started this job is the real lack of training when it comes to dealing with mental health. Well, let's just talk about how they treat mental health. It sucks, too. Yeah, it's such a stigma. Like, they need to treat it, learn how to treat it better and learn how to, Well, I feel. I don't think they do that at all. And no. I'm not talking about medicines. No. I'm talking about, you know. In general. So, like, when I went to the academy and when I was an FTO, nobody said how often police end up interacting with people with mental illness. See, my academy hounded that. Yeah. They really did. We had, like, one small section, and it was, like, the way they presented it wasn't how it actually is. Oh, my. Okay, sorry to interrupt you, but in the academy, this one instructor always picked on me to do things, Mm -hmm. and, like, we were doing, like, this scenario, and, like, I was supposed to act like a mental health patient. Mm-hmm. He told me I should be an actress. I don't know. Maybe that reflects on my mental health. Who knows? <laughs> um, but literally, that was the time four of my freaking cadets tackled me. <laughs> I'm like, is that even called for? hundred pounds of you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I wanted to and swing on them. I wanted to swing on them that's so bad. That's what they're going to do in real life. I know. And they're not going to get the appropriate training. And it's literally because, like, one of my cadets grabbed my arm and I pulled back. Yeah. And the next thing you know, all four of them bum rushed me. Which is crazy. I'm like, what the fuck? That's crazy. You're lucky I can't fucking swing on you because I'd knock you the fuck out. <laughs> right now. You should have taught them right uh, then and there. So in the future, they wouldn't do it in a real yeah, life Yeah, but then scenario. I would have get kicked out of the academy. <laughs> and there goes my money. <laughs> well... When we were in the in the academy, I feel like the only scenarios they touched on with mental health was, like, family members. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, uh, this family member is approaching you and saying, um, my brother has mental health issues. Please don't hurt him. Okay, that's mm-hmm. not how it works. Mm-hmm. You're going to go to a call where you don't know yeah. what what is going on in these people's heads. You don't know what the call is. Mm-hmm. It could be completely unrelated to mental health. It could be like an actual crime mm-hmm. or a suspicious person mm-hmm. or this person is behaving erratically. It's not coming in as, hey, this person wants to hurt themselves. Yeah. Or, hey, this person has schizophrenia and they're at my door. Yeah. Like, you're going into these situations and sometimes you just have to, like, go in with the mindset, like, you don't know what you're about to go into. And then you get there and you have how long to figure it out? 30 seconds, mm-hmm. if that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times I've noticed, too, since I've done this, I feel like I run into somebody with schizophrenia once a week. For real. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. I can't diagnose people. But within a minute, you can tell. Yeah. Typically. Um, I feel like with mental health... You, I think verbal judo is really important. It's so important. Um, I think if you have good verbal judo, 
you're usually good, but I think it's really important to know that you got to be on your game with that because mm-hmm. their moods oh, switch changes. in like 30 seconds. It changes. They'll be a sweetheart and then they'll be fucking yeah. like not a sweetheart. They'll be terrible. They'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, that, go fuck yourself, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then they'll go back and they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's like two different people. It, yeah, it is. It is. And like I spent a whole hour talking to this one dude, mm-hmm. convincing him to go to the hospital because I had nothing to take him myself. Yeah. Um, But, like, he would, like, even up until, like, the ambulance got there to transport him, he was like, oh, I'm not going. And then he's like, oh, I need to go. I need to get help. And then he's like, oh, I'm not going. Yeah. Like, their moods change. Yeah. It's, and I feel like mental health is really similar to drug use. Well. It's like a dude tweaking. a, A big problem with it is that a lot of them don't have medications they don't have counseling they don't have family doctors and resources to help them with their mental illness Mm -hmm. so a lot of them turn to drugs Mm -hmm. or the drugs were already there in the beginning and the mental health is adding to it yes and it doesn't help yeah well do you know something i learned Hmm. you know insulin helps with schizophrenia really yeah because that guy that i talked to for an hour he was also a diabetic mm-hmm. and probably why i was acting so goofy was because his sugar was yeah. super high yeah and he's like oh i don't take my insulin and then like one of the medics like yeah insulin actually helps with schizophrenia mm-hmm. and i'm like oh okay hmm. interesting yeah um i don't know there's just been so many times i've gone to a call for something that you don't think is going to be mental health, and then you get there, and, and then within is. a minute you realize, like, oh, shit, this is what mm-hmm. I'm dealing with right now. And I don't feel, in general, that law enforcement has the appropriate training yeah. to deal with this. Yeah, I think it could be, like, better. I think a lot of police officers don't know good verbal judo. And, they, well, not only that. I and think I don't think they understand that you don't have to fight them. They, exactly. They don't have reasoning and like that deductive, the deductive reasoning to say, hey, this is actually what's going on. Mm-hmm. They just automatically think this person is being an asshole. This person is being combative. This mm-hmm. person isn't complying. Mm-hmm. But they don't look at the reasons as to why that's happening. And like also with a mental health patient, if you use the least amount of bit of force, I guarantee you you're fighting them. It's escalating immediately. Yeah. I, mean, that, I mean, that's what happened for me. Like we talked yeah. about last episode. All I did was put my hand on the girl's arm. And we were on the ground fighting. Yeah. Like, like I it, had bruises. <laughs> if you even like raising your voice, getting harsh with them. Yeah. Um, it, it's it can, escalating. It can trigger something. It, it will. Yeah. It's not. It can. It definitely will yeah. trigger something. They're not like your normal like yeah. person where like you fucking step it up and get stern mm-hmm. with them and they back down. Yeah. And I'm not going to say it works all the time, but one thing I've found that I've done a few times is I'll get there and I'll start to think, okay, this might be mental health related. I'll, I'll ask straight up. I say, are you medicated? Yeah. And they have no problem answering it. Well, I they know why you're I don't asking. I think like a lot of people, like you can ask, yeah. especially like if you think someone's suicidal, ask them. Or Do you if, want to kill yourself? If I need an ambulance to come for yeah. whatever reason, I need to know. So yeah. I'll ask, are you medicated? They'll say yes or no. And I'll say, have you been taking your medication? Mm-hmm. Are you regularly taking mm-hmm. your medication? Or did you take it today? Mm-hmm. And they, I've had them start to realize, like, why I'm asking. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, no, I, I didn't take my medication today. Like, why? Yeah. Do you need to go to the hospital? Do you yeah. need to get your medication rechecked? Do you need it adjusted? Yeah. Do you need to call your doctor? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times they'll start to reason with you. 
And they start to realize, like, oh, yeah, like, Mm -hmm. the reason the cops are here right now is because I was behaving in a way. I think a big thing with them is because they're so, like I said, they're like someone who's tweaking. Mm -hmm. Um, They're so paranoid. Yes. They're very paranoid. I think one of the big things, and, like, you can do this even with domestic violence, like, even with, like, the quote-unquote actor, just be like, are you okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Just ask that. Yeah. And I don't know why more cops don't start with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've seen it so many times where people go in and immediately escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, bitch boy. Ugh. I When I worked with him, I would call him the escalator. Mm-hmm. Because anytime well, we would is. go to a call, it would go from zero to 100. Yeah. And I we'd be on our way to the call and I'd say, hey, don't say anything for, like, 30 seconds, please. Mm-hmm. Like, just don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want it to escalate that fast. But, I mean, so many things can be solved just by asking. Yeah. Like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. What's happening today? Why am I here? Yeah. Like, and, and I not think, bringing it up. I think that calms them down a lot. Yeah. Because I know, like, um, with my one tweaker mm-hmm. where he was, like, on meth or something, he was so paranoid. And then I'm like, are you okay? And I'm like, I just want to make sure you get home safe. Mm-hmm. And he, like, calmed down. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Is that the one that came up to be thinking I was you? It's the one who asked about me? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, obsessed with me now. No, I I think that's just a good example. Like, he came up, he said, oh, I thought you were somebody else. And I was like, who are you looking for? And he told me. Yeah. And I was like, well, what do you need from her? And he said, like, I just wanted to say thank you for not taking me to jail that day. Like, I have a job now. There's money in my pocket. Like, yeah. I'm doing okay. I'm sober. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll pass the message on. Mm-hmm. Like, wasn't going to tell him you couldn't arrest him for what yeah. he was doing. Yeah. But it, he was appreciative mm-hmm. because, you know, you just have to level with people. Yeah. But treat them like fucking humans. Yeah. And I don't see why that's such an issue for some people in law enforcement. Yeah. I, I, get I, I get a lot of people have, like, compassion fatigue or they're jaded. Well, my thing is, even if you don't feel... Any compassion, mm-hmm. um, one empathy, use empathy. Because you don't have to feel anything. You just have to be like, what would I do if I was in their shoes? Yeah. Okay, use that. And then also, fucking fake it. Yeah. Like, yeah. really fake it. That's all you had to do. That's it's what, so easy That's to. what I do on domestic. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you, think, you think I give a fuck yeah. about you after like, you, do you just think punch I your actually wife in the fucking face? care? No, but I'm going to pretend I do for yeah. a second. And you're going to calm down. Yeah, it might make you level with me. Yeah. So. <laughs> so it works. It's it's like manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> it is manipulation a little bit. But you got to do what you got to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, but that, I mean, that's one thing I just... I wish they would start addressing more mm-hmm. in the beginning of mm-hmm. training with law enforcement is how to handle these things or different resources used. Like, I get when you get there, you can call, like, crisis centers and shit. But by that time, I'm sorry, it's too late. Who calls crisis centers? I mean, you can, but it's I too late would. at that point. I, like, never would. Once you are in the situation, most of the time it's too late to bring in other resources. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a way to, like, there was more prevention rather than reaction. Yeah. Because people are so quick to call 911 over anything. We've, we've touched on that before. Mm-hmm. If somebody's acting erratically, like, I get you. If you don't feel safe, call 911. But are there other things that you could be doing? Yeah. Could you be treating someone that you see like a human being? 
Yeah. Before you treat them like they might be a criminal. Let's call 911. Yeah. No, and then let's record it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then let's get pissed off when you have to use force on them. Yeah. Because you fucking well, mm. made them so worked up that yeah. when we get there, they're just done. Yeah. We immediately escalate the situation just by our presence a yeah, lot of the time. Yeah, we do. So who could be responding to this in a different way instead? I don't know. But I feel like it's something we have to start thinking about. I do agree. Um, I also think, like, the public gets mad when police officers use force with mental health. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes you're forced to do that. Yeah. Well, I feel like but, the public should realize, like, yeah. if I feel like I'm in danger, you're done. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You're just done. Yeah. At the um, end of the day, we're, I go- do think, we're going home. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just, I don't know, mental health is complicated. It's always going to be complicated. Always ever changing. It's not, it's, it's really not like probably one of the most difficult calls I'd say. And most common. Yeah. Most common. Especially right now in this day and age with COVID and everything happening. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times too, it's family members calling on each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you've been in this situation how many times before? Yeah. Why is your automatic reaction always to call the police? Yeah. You already know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, they, they don't want to deal with it anymore. Yeah. I get, yeah. I feel like people do use us as an outlet yeah. to deal with their problems. Yeah. Like, oh, they need committed. Well, you know, I can't Or like, that. I feel like that, like, with, like, everything, not just mental health. Like, True. domestics. Like, they call us to deal with their problems that they don't want to deal with. Yeah. You know? Um, and I get like, you know, you definitely should call 911 if you're in danger. I'm not yes. saying don't do yes. that. But like, didn't your one friend say, and he got run up for it, um, people wouldn't hate the police if it wasn't for you calling oh, yeah. to have us harass your neighbors. Yeah. He, Didn't he say he, something his, like that? Because his neighbor was constantly calling on somebody and it was, it was straight up harassment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he, uh, yeah, he ended up saying to her like, people wouldn't fucking hate us. We wouldn't be blasted all over the TV if you wouldn't call us here for this stupid shit. Yeah. And yeah, he, he I think he just got yelled at for it. But it was the truth. It is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't call the cops on your neighbors for a parking complaint. Like, yeah. don't call the cops on your neighbors because they had somebody who's black over. Like, Ugh. this is shit I yeah. literally dealt with in this week. And yes. I'm so yes. sick of yes. it. Yeah. Like, yes. don't call my station because somebody's parked in front of your house and it's a car you've never seen before. Oh, my God. Fuck off. It's public parking. Yeah, it is. I, I, like, I don't. I, I feel like I'm being used for too many things here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> call me when the bank's robbed. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Speaking of bank robbings, I don't know if you knew this about Tic Tac, but did you know the bank got robbed and this was a long time ago Mm -hmm. and he had his radio off? No! (laughs) (laughs) He didn't have his radio on and the bank got robbed. That's terrible. I do. So he wasn't in the car either. No, he was was BSing with the secretary. That would be me. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like, he had his radio off and the bank got robbed. That's great. I don't know how he like figured out. So basically when you robbed. make a mistake yourself, just remember that. <laughs> it could be worse. I don't know. I fucked up pretty bad. No, you did. Yes, they did. Oh my God. Can we just get some cruiser 
fuck up stories <laughs> so she can fucking get over hitting the pole. <laughs> oh, I can. But yeah, mental health. It's a thing. Yes. And if your department or nearby departments offer extra training, not only just in mental health, but anything, jump on that shit. I don't know if it's like that in every state, but basically here we like pick the training, pick the like location. Yeah. And we just have to have a chief sign off. And And I don't think, I don't think we'll get paid for it, but it's free training. I think they have to pay me for it. I don't think they pay me for it. I don't, I don't, you, you, I don't think you get, you do not get paid for it. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. But it's free but training still, and you can add a certificate to yeah, your resume. Which makes you look better. It, you know, makes you a better officer to have as much training as you can. I feel like we should constantly be looking for training. Yeah. It's a constant Because it's just like job. another thing to look, uh, to put in your resume. Yeah. And I know like, um, you know, Sparky, I guess I'll call her that. Mm-hmm. Even though you're calling that EMT Sparky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he can just be the cute one. <laughs> but um, she, you should see, she has binders. Of oh, certifi- I bet. Binders I bet. of certifications. Yeah. I'm like, how the hell did you acquire all these fucking certifications? Years of experience. Like, damn. Yeah. Damn. Well, think about it, too. I mean, when she was an active officer, like, there were way less females and I feel like that was she was definitely used to everybody's advantage mm-hmm. as a female officer because I know she did like undercover work and drug work and like you know yeah she did all yeah. that yeah she did a lot of like prostitution yeah. and stuff too so there weren't as many people back then I remember to use. her warning me too she's like you will get called to strip search everyone I remember <laughs> her warning us I'm like okay yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my academy instructors, a female, um, she's a detective. She was talking to me about in the beginning of her career how she was used for like all the undercover drug and prostitution work. Because when you're like a young, pretty girl, that's what they're going to go for. Well, why the fuck am I not being yeah, used? Yeah, same. Bro. Or you. Am I being used or I'm being used? Because we're in the wrong area. You know it. Uh-huh. I just think it's because my nemesis is... Right. No, it's because we're in the wrong area. Yeah, but still, the fact that my nemesis is, like, the drug task person for my department... you got to start talking to somebody else in the drug well, task Well, see, course. I actually, um, like, was supposed to, but, like, he never got back to me. Mm. So that's kind of... you got to push. Yeah, I know. Push your way in I there. I know, I know, I know. But it's like, I just <clears> want <throat> that for my resume. I yeah. Don't, I don't, like, want to do that forever. Yeah. You know? I just wanted for my resume when I moved to a different state. I'd be like, oh, look. I can think of somebody else you can talk to about it who used to do it when he was younger. I bet you he has every in. But, yeah, that's basically all we have for you for episode nine. Woo! Um, (laughs) (laughs) But you can follow us on Instagram at adrenalmasters. And then our email, as you know, adrenalmasturbation at gmail.com. Um, please write in questions, stories, comments, feedback, whatever you want, really. Uh, if you just need to bitch for a little bit, even if you need we'll to listen vent, to your bitching. we will, and we'll respond. Yeah, to we'll it. bitch with you. Yeah, that's what we're best at. Yeah, and <laughs> if we have any like helpful tips, we'll give to you. Yeah, but yeah, that's about it. Um, and don't forget, like I mentioned earlier, listen to episode ten for something special. Oh, wow. Yeah. Double digits. I'm excited. Here we go. Bye.
All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Stay safe. Ciao.